Hey everybody, and welcome to Rabbit Somblings, Podcast 247. I don't have much this time, I've been very busy with school, but I did think up a couple of things I wanted to mention that I was sort of maybe looking forward to in 2016, but unlike last week, this is stuff that I'm like unsure of, or it could be good, or it could be terrible, so I thought I would talk about those for a little bit. Hopefully, you'll enjoy the show. So the first thing I have to talk about, which may be good or may be bad, is a game thing. And that is Tom Clancy's The Division. I've been keeping an eye on this ever since it was first announced. And it looks a lot like sort of a combination of an MMO and a shooter game. Something sort of maybe akin to Destiny, but with the depth of a loot system that is in a traditional MMO but still has a similar sort of easy shooter skill tree mechanic where you can sort of switch around your abilities. The skills look very similar to Elder Scrolls Online in that you'd unlock them and then you'd sort of level them up and then you could you could swap around which ones you were using probably at any given time. I would guess it's limited to outside of combat. There hasn't been too much details on exactly how that works. But they have been showing it off recently, and it looks like there are 12 available skills. Hopefully there's more than that, because that's not actually all that many skills. And it looks like you slot two of them at a time, and there was sort of reference to perking uh, certain ones in certain ways. So there's probably a similar thing to Elder Scrolls Online, where you unlock the basic ability, and then as it levels up, you can sort of choose an A or B variant of, like, a better form of it. But that looks pretty cool in that you can sort of spec how you want. And the three trees they've shown off were sort of a healing tree, and then sort of a, I think they call it, like, tech or gadgets, but it's basically DPS and sort of support abilities. And then the third tree is sort of a tanking tree. It's got sort of defensive abilities. And once you lock the ability, you can use it in any combination you like. You don't have to stick to one particular tree or one particular build. And apparently they aren't um, sort of required in terms of the traditional tree unlock. I guess doing different things will unlock the different abilities. So it's not a traditional tree in that you have to unlock the first one to get to the next one. It's just you unlock them after you do a specific quest or task. The weapon system looks really cool. It looks like it has sort of a tweaking slash crafting nature to it, similar to Fallout 4, in that you have sort of a basic weapon, and then putting certain scopes or certain mods on it will give it slightly different abilities. 
But from what we've seen of the videos, drops fairly often and you get components fairly often. So in comparison to something like Destiny, there are way, way, way more weapons and it is a much more sort of traditional loot drop that I was sort of expecting from Destiny. So on the surface, it sort of looks like it could be the best of both worlds if you are okay with an RPG-style shooter. Now what I mean with that, and this is the greatest concern people seem to have who are reviewing the game, is that this is something similar to sort of Mass Effect or the Borderlands games, where you just kind of aim at the bad guy-ish, and then, you know, you've got your aim assist and it sort of takes over for you and you just shoot the bad guy repeatedly until it dies. It's not like a traditional shooter where you can target the leg and it'll stagger them and you shoot them in the head and that'll pretty much one-shot them. It's not like this. It's kind of like aim at them and... Okay, now they're dead. You know, it'll take a little bit. So games like that always feel a little bit weird. I think I heard a reference of... Some of the reviewers said that a boss took like five or seven clips to get through to kill him. And that was, you know, with several of the uh, good guys <laughs> shooting them. And so that always seems a little weird in a shooter game to, you know, shoot somebody that much. And, you know, it's like you shoot somebody in the arm, you, you'd think they'd scream and be like, ow, stop shooting me. So that's a very different style, you know, in terms of shooter versus sort of RPG shooter. The second big concern I have is that this is this is a story-based game, and so they are heavily counting on people really enjoying sort of the single-player nature to it. They did say you can play the entire game single-player and never join a group. So my concern is, if it is similar to Destiny in that respect, is it also going to be similar to Destiny in that it only takes, you know, 15 hours to get the max level. And if it doesn't take 15 hours, you know, how many hours does it take? I highly doubt it's like a traditional MMO where it would take, you know, a couple of played days. And if not, you know, where does it hit in that sort of happy medium? Is it 20 hours? Is it 25 hours? Is it 30 hours? And what happens when you hit that maximum level are the things you do just repeating dungeons like Destiny. They have talked about this thing they call the Dark Zone quite a bit. It's sort of a PvP slash PvE shared area. Go in, you collect loots from enemies, and then if you choose, you can shoot, uh, you know, other player groups and take their loot that they found. So that's a cool thing if you're into PvP. I'm not really into PvP, so I don't know how into sort of that I'd be, especially if that's what they're planning for sort of the end game and there actually isn't anything to do after you've completed all the PvE content. You know, if it was like Destiny and you had to go and do dailies in the previous story area and repeat the story mission over and over, that would be pretty boring to me. And apparently at this big event, the reviewers saw it at most recently Anytime any of them asked them about endgame content, the developers would always dodge the topic and sort of not answer the question, which seems really, really curious because this is due out, I believe, sort of at the end of March, which is in like two months. So they should be talking about this now. Reviewers should be getting their hands on it. 
and there absolutely should be heavy beta testing, but there isn't. Beta testing is apparently coming soon, but it's going to be very limited. Which again brings me back to the concern of, is it going to be more similar to Destiny than it is dissimilar? And a part of that really comes from the fact that originally this was only going to be next-gen console, just PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. I think it wasn't too long after that announcement they said, oh yeah, we're going to go ahead and release it for PC as well. So I really think right from the start of the design, they were targeting consoles only, which does kind of imply something closer to Destiny than not, in that you have instance content and everything is sort of going to be repeated around a small number of things. So that's really my greatest concerns with the game. You know, how much content is it going to have? Is the loot system going to be as in-depth and interesting as it looks? Pretty much all the people who did play it at that big review session that all the reviewers are talking about, everybody did seem to have a different favorite in terms of weapons. So that's a pretty good sign, but I am concerned, you know, like, like Destiny, that there are going to be a top, you know, half dozen or dozen weapons, and that's pretty much it. And again, you know, my my concern for an RPG-based shooter is, you know, it always feels a little weird to shoot bad guys, you know, 20 or 30 times before they die. So how is that going to feel long-term, especially with a game like this, where all the bad guys are human bad guys, and it's a fairly modernish set world? You know, how much variety is there really going to be in uh, an infected human versus a crazy human versus a human with body armor? You know, it's it's going to be very similar, I think. So I've got my eye on it. It looks interesting, but I have a lot of hesitation about it. If I had sort of infinite monies and I didn't have to worry about anything, I would probably pre-order it. But I recommend to everybody else who does not you just go ahead and wait the two months and see what reviewers say. Maybe during that first week of launch, I'm sure people will probably be hitting sort of maximum level who are playing, you know, super hardcore. See what they say about it. See what the content is. See how long it takes to get through the game. So the second thing I'm looking forward to in 2016 that I'm sort of on the fence about is the World of Warcraft movie. This has been in the works for quite a long time. It's gone through several script changes. It's gone through several iterations in terms of is it going to be live action? Is it going to be animated? And the most recent trailers do look really, really awesome. I'm really happy with the direction they went. But I don't really know the story all that much. It's been years since I played the expansion, and even longer since I played the base game. So I really don't know where they're going in terms of story. And I've heard, you know, the story is just one story among, you know, so many stories that you see in the base game. So I'm really, really curious, how is that going to play out in sort of a big movie style when you're talking about a game which has, you know, so many small quests and so many bigger, more memorable quests. 
And how's that going to feel in terms of an overarching story as epic as, you know, the World of Warcraft storyline is? But it does look really amazing. I have seen trailers in IMAX 3D. I would absolutely recommend seeing it that way because it does look amazing. It does look very emotional and very touching and very powerful. So I am very anxious to see if it follows through with that feeling in the rest of the movie. And if it does, I have a feeling it could not only be an epic World of Warcraft movie, but a very epic, you know, humans versus non-humans, which are still kind of human style, you know, telling that story of a conflict between two different peoples who at their core, you know, are very similar, but have different ways of achieving things. So I'm very curious to see how that pans out, and hopefully it will be pretty awesome. I think it's due out somewhere around the middle of the year, so I, I don't think it's coming for quite a while, but trailers are coming out for it, so keep your eyes out for it does look pretty awesome. Ahoy there, and welcome to the treasure chest. We gather to thank those who surrendered booty to the rabbit. I'm sure we can all agree we love a little booty now and then. <laughs> the following be all the rapscallions that donated their booty. We do be thanking Elaine W. for the donation. Three chairs for donations. Hip hip, ar hip hip, ar hip hip, So that's it for this podcast. Like I said, I've been pretty busy with school stuff, so not a lot to talk about. And I've been pretty distracted in terms of my sad life lately, which is a good thing. You know, it's tough to get through my sad life. And if I'm busy, it's easier to sort of avoid thinking about my sad things. But my sad things are catching up pretty quickly, getting pretty low on gas, I don't have money to pay for my car insurance yet. I almost had it, and so I was hoping to be able to pay it, but I didn't get any donations until recently, so that money sort of slowly drained away. So hopefully I can get some donations and take care of that, because that's coming up pretty soon, and that's really important to get paid. Between this podcast and next podcast, XCOM 2 will be out, so keep an eye out for that. I guess I should have made an official news section, but that's really the only news that's coming up, I think. Again, I'd love to get that. I have half of the money for it in a gift card, but, you know, without things like my car insurance paid for, I gotta, you know, cover that first if I do get any donations. But hopefully I can get that. That would be awesome. But things are pretty sad for me since everything is still uncertain. I still don't know if coming on uh, the 6th, I think it is, if I will get my next batch of money for food. Because I still have only gotten those letters that say, you have been approved for an award, your award amount is zero. So 
I don't know. I don't know if that's accurate or if it's just showing zero because it's not, you know, showing the next time period. It's showing some crazy thing. Figured there was no point in trying to set up and go through all the pain of fighting for a court date and, and get that all tended to if I wasn't entirely sure it wouldn't happen. Figured I'd just wait till the 6th and see if the money shows up. And if it shows up, then things are in order and correct. It's really kind of bothersome and lame that calling the place that's supposed to be able to answer those questions never gets answered. I've called them like three times and said, hey, you know, please call me back and either leave a message or if I actually get the the call, you know, I'll answer the call. But let me know, you know, what the status is. And they, they never reply. So that's really annoying and stupid. So I still don't know, you know, what sort of state that's in, if I'm going to have food or not. So that's very stressful and worrisome. But like I said, I'm trying not to worry about it. I'm trying to just let the time pass until those questions are answered. And hopefully in the meantime, you know, I do continue to get support and donations and continue to make it through to a better day. But hopefully I'll find something cool to talk about next time, which probably again will not be for two weeks because I just don't have all that much to talk about. But hopefully, I'll see everybody then. Okay, thanks, bye. But that looks follows through with that feeling in the rest of the movie. And if it does, I have a feeling. You have been listening to Rabbit's Ramblings. If you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation, you can find the show website at www.rabbit.com slash podcast slash rabbits ramblings dot html when you type rabbits ramblings don't use the space if you would like to send me an email you can do so at rabbit at rabbit dot com if you like my page you can also post on facebook at rabbit dot com you can follow me on youtube at rabbit dot com i have a page on patreon at www.patreon.com slash rabbit, R-A-B-B, number one T. You can set up a monthly recurring subscription there at a price point of your choice. Be sure to put the number one in place of I anytime you type rabbit. Rabbit's Ramblings is copyright 2016 by Eric Stryker, a.k.a. Rabbit.